Aretha Franklin, aviophobia, fear of flying. And sometimes she would even cancel shows around the world because of her phobia, which listen, you're Aretha. You can do whatever yeah. fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. You want to cancel that show? Yeah. You're Aretha. Like I'll still pay you. Yeah. You tell Stockholm to come to you, bitch. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So true. And then I left the last one on the best one, Meryl Streep. Mother. Okay. I know mother. Literally going to do a whole episode on Meryl fucking Streep. Please. Can we do it? Yes. Please. Okay. Do you want to take any kind of a stab at what she would have a phobia about? I I mean, it's so freaking random, but I'll give you the the opportunity if you want to. I'm going to know it once you say it. Um, Bad actors. I'm just kidding. Right. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> I have a phobia of bad acting. Ugh. Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Amateur. Hi, fellow amateurs. It's Caitlin here, and I'm with my amazing co-host, Kendall. If you've been with us this whole time, then obviously you are our kind of people, because this is episode eight. Um, I think I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, I'll never remember ever again. Uh, okay, let's dive right in because I've got a lot of interesting stuff. So we're gonna just we're gonna get to it. Does that sound good? Love it. Do it. All right, let's do it. Question, Kendall. Yes. You've mentioned to me before that okay. you're interested in becoming a contestant on the show Survivor. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this leads me to believe that you are mostly fearless, or at least can put your fear like away no, and compartmentalize it or something. Stupid. That's all I am. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a survivor themed question. Would you rather <laughs> wait, do it, do yeah. it. I need it. This was not planned, and that's why I'm losing my shit. This is so fun. Okay, yeah. You, you are the most perfect creature. <laughs> Freak of nature. <laughs> that has ever walked the earth. Okay, thank you for that. Love it. You just made this so much better. Okay, <laughs> would you rather go into a tank full of live tarantulas, mm-hmm. or would you rather walk across a thin plank of wood that's positioned, I don't know, 40 stories up or something? I am Which so- one makes your palms sweat more? My palms are already sweating. Um, ooh, girl. Okay, this is so funny. Um, oh, this is very fear factor. Joe Rogan can fuck himself, though. Um, yeah, that's so much more fear factor. You're right. I fucked that up. No, it no, no, no. But it's it's no, no. There is usually a challenge. It's like every other season they do a challenge like this. Um, cool. And they also do it on Big Brother. Um, but I okay. Which would I rather? I'm not fucking with the Tarantulas. So I'm going to walk that. I'm going to walk. The, no, no, I'm not. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Me off. <laughs> it's like when they like eat the egg, like you have to eat like this, like, uh, uh, oh, uh, it's not petrified, but it's just this like fermented, yeah. terribly disgusting egg thing. And it's no. like, you have to eat this to win. It's the last, no. you know, leg of the challenge. And I'm like, yeah, I just hiked 40 miles, but I'm not eating that. So eat a bag of dicks and I'm moving on. Ugh, I, ugh. So I would probably walk the plank if I'm honest. Yeah? Tarantulas, I know they don't like bite or anything, 
or something. I don't know. They're but just... could you actually do it? You think you could do it? Oh, yeah. Like, heights don't scare me. Um, I actually am kind of into it. Like, I, I'd be kind of into it. And, like, Ooh. I figure, I figure like, they can put me in a tank and I they can't control me when I have a heart attack or whatever. But they are not going to let me fall. They're going to attach a freaking cable to my That's waist so or something. That's so true. Like, there's a net so, under there or... Yeah. It's just about, like, recognizing where my real fear sits, which is irrational. But, I mean, because falling would kill me. Tarantulas would just tickle me. But, okay. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Logically, <laughs> we've got some issues here. But... It's so funny. I, I had I've only had and for the listeners out there, I only had a, a small clue about what today would be about. I really didn't know the question or anything like that. I just knew that we would be. Well, actually, we haven't even talked about it. Do you want to? I'm going to like steal your thunder here. I can't believe I no, almost did tell that. Me. No, no, do it. OK. Yeah. Um. So this episode is going to be about phobias. Mm. And I'm so glad that this is part of the first question because I was trying to think back of like what, you know, like what are like there's like high school, like I'm afraid of the dark and ghosts and shit like that. And uh, uh, this makes me gag so fucking hard. But like I used to say, I hate that I used to say this. I used to say because I thought it was so fucking deep and profound. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling, which is like. I think a lot of people said that like that was like this like pre-Twitter <laughs> fucking idiot thing to say. It is so Twilight. It's so like <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. So when you were like walk well, the like, plank, I'm, that's I would just be like, I'm not afraid of heights. Oh, it makes of- sense. It makes sense. I'm not afraid of sharks. I'm afraid of them ripping me apart. That's <laughs> that's true. Yes. Like, it just sounds accurate. Yes. Okay. <laughs> pinpointing where the fear is coming from, like to make it more rational. I'm not afraid of heights. Hi, I see you down there. I'm afraid of falling from this height and dying. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and I think there are people who are legit. I think there are people who are legitimately afraid of the heights. I think that yes. does exist. And that's not heights for me. Yeah, it, it is definitely the like, you know, it, it's really that like feeling in your gut that's like, what's going to happen yes. at the end of this? Yes, it's that fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, so this is this is really cool because we have a lot of cool stuff to learn here. Um, this leads me to my theory before we dive in. Um, I have this little tangent of a theory that please, please um, amuse me here. I think I've told you this before. I believe that a huge group of anything is scary. So Ooh, yeah. hear me out. Like that's why Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds was yep. such a hit, right? One bird pecking at you yep. is a funny story you tell your friends. A thousand birds pecking at you is a horror movie, yep. right? And then I would also argue that this template works in uh, like the plagues of the Christian Bible, right? So let's just pick one. We're not going to go into this because it's a whole other thing, but Locusts, locusts right they're bugs so already kind of look but they're not really i mean they hurt crops and stuff but they're not like coming at you right um like to hurt you but if you have a trillion of them swarming in a village like eating all of your everything that's a little scary definitely and i get it because there's a lot um so actually a side note about 2020 um there's a locust plague happening right now uh unlike anything we've ever seen since like the old testament i just want to say uh another jewel to add to the crown that is 2020 <laughs> taking the yeah the first the first sentence of an npr article about this <laughs> says titanic swarms of desert locusts resembling dark storm clouds are descending ravenously on the horn of africa uh, uh, so anyway uh, uh, uh. The drama, (laughs) as Kendall would say. (laughs) Oh my god! 
they're think, sending the plagues to because there's not enough going on in 2020. I've Just literally had the plagues. Yeah. For weeks I've been in like it, it sarcastically, as we kind of talked a bit about last week, but just like, where the fuck is Jesus? Like <laughs> it, we are to the point now where shit has hit the fan. If somebody's going to show up, now is the time. What's his phone number? We need to get him on <laughs> Does he have, the cell phone now. <laughs> right. Does he have a WhatsApp? Because this yeah. is getting ridiculous. Nine one one. <laughs> we need you now. Okay. So think about it. Okay, back to my thing about like a lot of things are Schools. scary in big groups. Yes. So if there's just hypothetically, if there's a thousand bunnies hopping in your direction, Hate baby it. bunnies, a thousand of them. Hate it. Would you be like, oh my god, fuck let no. me grab as many as I can and keep them in my pocket? Or would you be like, what the actual fuck is happening? Is this how I die? Like, yeah, I would be the latter. <laughs> it could be teddy bears. It could be inanimate yeah. objects. It could be, uh, yeah, you're so, you're, yeah, you're right. There's that old, going back to the Bible, there's that old scripture about like uh, the uh, cord of three strands is not equally broken. Talking about like the power of numbers, which I think is what we're probably getting at is like that, like once something yeah. becomes dominant by size or quantity, it's like, I'm out. Mm-mm. Oh, that's, that's a really good point. Cause that's like the root of all my fears. So you just, you just opened up my brain because <laughs> that's basically me in a minute. Like <laughs> I'm afraid of everything that's too big or too many for me to handle. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. So with that flawless transition, thank you. Uh, we are talking phobias today. Uh, many of us might think we have a phobia, but is it really a phobia or is it just a, just a fear or an unease? Um, we're going to open up that can of spiders or something Yay. and see what comes out. Let's do it. So the drink of this episode. I picked this one because it sounded yummy and I kind of made it fit, uh, but that's fine. It is the Up in Flames, also known as pyrophobia. Oh. So fear of flames. It is two parts Maker's 46 bourbon, three quarters, uh, three quarter parts lemon juice, three quarter part grilled peach sherbet, which who can find grilled peach sherbet? I didn't go to Whole Foods. I don't know where grilled peach sherbet is. I just got peach sherbet because where do you find grilled peach sherbet? Anyway, wait, two to three mint leaves for garnish and just shake it all up and, you know, throw it back. What you thinking? I'm stuck on what did you call that? What sherbet? Grilled peach sherbet? We call that shit. I'm trying to figure out this is me being bumpkin again. We call that shit sherbert. Oh, I know. I mean not not you specifically, but uh that's a common pronunciation thing, but it's um sherbet. But everybody calls it sherbert. I called it sherbert until I didn't, until I saw before how it was you spelled. were educated. No, the first no no like no <laughs> no I called it sherbet sherbert until like I was like twenty nine <laughs> so oh, okay. you still got time this is a new yeah <laughs> you can still come to the light okay yeah. sorry I got okay grilled peach sherbet okay yeah which sounds so fancy and expensive and I I didn't really look for it I oh, just we, was like sherbet and done. then I'm gonna I'm gonna just grill this quickly and then put that in the yeah I don't know no I mean, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> it has to be like grilled. Peach. It has to be like that specific flavor. I don't know. That is Listen, bizarre. We're not that fancy. No. Okay. Nor do we pretend to be. Peach sherbet, if you got it, or vanilla ice cream, or tomato juice, whatever the fuck you have. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Okay. Love it. What, what is a phobia? So Harvard Medical School says a phobia 
which is probably what most of us is, like think it is. It's a persistent, excessive, unrealistic fear of an of a object, person, animal, activity, or situation. So unrealistic fear of a noun, a person, place, or thing. <laughs> um, it is a type of anxiety disorder, and a person with a phobia either tries to avoid the thing that triggers the fear or endures it with a lot of anxiety and distress. So, Kendall, do you think you might have any phobias that you want to share with the class? Hmm, I don't. Or, I mean, you might not know, but a fear wherever it sits on the spectrum. Yeah, we're going to, I mean, I'm sure we'll like hit little landmines that I'm not thinking of right now. Definitely, I definitely have this weird thing for the dark. I do, but like, I'm like, I'm aware of it. And so I'm like, I'm like, anytime I'm like camping or like, mm-hmm. it's not ever in the city. It's just in the woods. It's like, if I'm in the woods and it's dark and it's because I watched the Blair Witch Project. Ah, yeah. I mean, I, there's just nothing I can do about that. It's just. No, that makes sense. Because there could be anything out there. There could be critters. There could be crazy people. Sasquatch. And you're exposed. And there's that feeling of like, could someone be watching me and I'm not And I can't them. see them. Oof. That always kind of freaks me out when I have like a fire or something. Because yes. then I think I'm at a disadvantage. If I'm in the dark too, I feel like, well, this fucker can't see me as well as I can see him. So <laughs> right. 50-50, unless they're like a wolf or something. But otherwise, like if I have this big flame and you can see it for miles around and right oh yeah around what am i doing a bonfire (laughs) anyway but you get what i'm saying like you're exposed because you you are in the light and you can people can see you really easily and they could just hide behind a tree and you'd never see them oh yeah i get it that's a rational fear like i get it if i'm in the dark too if i'm in like a dark tent or something i feel a little bit better because i'm like i'm in the dark too right but and like your eyes are acclimated to the same like you could see better as opposed to be looking at a fucking yeah um exactly that i do have a thing for bugs i think i probably have just like the typical like like i don't know snakes yeah big on snakes but you know um i can't think of any And you live in texas so you see a snake like four times a day just yeah yeah. just on the walk (laughs) to the car Uh, yeah (laughs) um, i live in your car (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i did see a photo of that uh in a toy car there was all these rattlesnakes up in like one of those like tyke Toy, tight, coy, well, I don't, you know what I'm talking Mm-mm. about, the colorful plastic Yeah, cars. yeah, little, little, whatever, yeah, I know what you're tots talking about. Tots for tight, tikes for tots. <laughs> yeah. So if I had one, if I had any, it would be sea creatures, um, especially sharks and dolphins. We've talked about this, you and I. I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't do well with it. And Even I've dolphins. And i many times that we should pour cement in the ocean. Oh my God. It's that same kind of feeling, though. It stems from, like, the woods. I'm exposed. This is not my element. I'm floating around like a floppy fish Mm -hmm. in an ocean where there's miles and miles of sea creatures and monsters down. It's their land. Um, And dolphins are smart, and they gang rape. So I'm not into it, okay? I've heard that. They seem sweet, and they're trying to perform (laughs) for you, but they're all going to take over, so... (laughs) It's just Alabama's football team. Oh my god! Not Alabama. <laughs> um, uh, I forgot okay. that about you. Do you are you the same way about like lakes? Or is it seawater? Um. So I don't like open water for all of these reasons. Okay. I don't like it, but I can get through a lake much better than I can get through an ocean. Okay. Like being in an ocean, and actually. Being on a cruise ship, which I've done a time or two, mm-hmm. always I have to like mentally compartmentalize my emotions because if I think too much that there's like a dolphin 
or a whale underneath me, I'm going to like lose it and jump off, which is ironic because why would I jump in? But, you know, I'm just scared. Even whales? I don't know. I don't know. It freaks me out. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about hereditary like traits of phobias um, because that's super cool. Um, And it might explain why I have a little bit of a fear. I'm totally, totally speculating because I'm a professional. So here we go. The word phobia Mm -hmm. comes from Greek mythology. It sounds like it, right? Philia, phobia, whatever. Um, Like pedophilia, (laughs) Uh, you know, love of children. Well, phobia is like (laughs) aversion. So like, okay, what is it? Pedophobia, pedophobia. Anyway, fear Fear of children. kids. Yeah, or dolls. Anyway, Phobos was the son of Ares uh, in Greek mythology. Um, and Ares, you know, was the god of war, <clears throat> also known as Mars. Excuse me. I have to <clears throat> drink more alcohol. <clears throat> you just say like, as you know, palate. like I know this shit and it's funny to mm. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you know, as we all know, the Greek god of war, son Phobos, <laughs> as they taught us in elementary school. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. So Phobos was apparently such a scary guy that warriors would paint his picture on their shields to give their enemies like fear and make them run away. Mm. Um, Look, I got Phobos on my shield. I painted it. (laughs) So a phobic reaction resembles somebody that's, you know, scared of something, like fearful of something. Some phobias are very specific and very limited. So, for example, somebody might fear spiders like we know, arachnophobia or cats, aleurophobia. Um, People with phobias like these can just stay away from these things. And, you know, they rarely have an issue. Hi, I don't like cats. I'm not going over to my friend's house that has a cat Uh, because it freaks me out and I can live my best life. Right. Some phobias, though, are just naturally harder to avoid. So this makes sense. If you have acrophobia, which is fear of heights, and you work in a high office building, or maybe you don't take the job because you can't work in a high office building, you know, you're going to have a bigger problem. So these types of people have to alter their lives more drastically. And in extreme cases, it dictates their employment, their job location, their driving route, um, their social activities. It's just their whole life revolves around this phobia because they have to avoid it, especially stuff that just naturally happens to humans on a more frequent basis. Yes. So there are three types of phobia. Okay. Okay. Specific phobia, which is what we think of. It's also known as simple phobia. So that's like, I have a fear of dogs. I have a fear of cats, whatever. Um, these conditions are at least partly genetic and seem to run in families. Interesting. So I would argue, and I want to know your thoughts on this. It, what combination of nature and nurture is that? That's what I was so, just thinking. Yeah. If my mom is terrified of clowns, yep. she isn't. She actually had a clown picture above her nope. bed. Well, above her episode. bed? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later. Sorry, mom. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's say hypothetically my mom is terrified of clouds and runs screaming every time she sees one. Okay. okay. Well, I'm probably more likely if I grew up with that to, to be like, hmm, clowns seem bad. I think I should probably be afraid of them because my caregiver is scared of them. Right. Or is it just genetically inherited that you just don't like the thing you don't like and you got similar DNA? What do you think? Interesting. I don't know. I think that some part of this is going to be, it's going to have to be actually like DNA genetic because I think like toward the broader, not the broader, to the more specific end of it, it'll end up like OCD and like there will be some like actual mental health connections to phobia. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like that's on a spectrum. And then there's, I think, so like, I'm just confused because it's like my, my parents hate cats and mm. I hated cats because my parents hated cats and we talk shit about yeah. cats. The best kind of cat oh. is a fried cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just one of those things you shake off, you know? Uh, so I got a cat in college and like half Why? of that is like, I don't. Why did you get a cat if you were afraid of cats? Well, see, maybe like that's them? the thing. It's like, maybe I'm not afraid. I, I, wasn't af- I mean, I was a little bit afraid. My friend had a cat that I was like, mm, when that fucker would like get up on the bed and um, stare at you whenever you're playing video games. I don't like shit like that. But now that I have a cat, it's like, you're I'm totally cool with it. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I would think that more of it would be n- nurture. I would think. Yeah. I would think so too. I mean, in extreme cases, maybe more genetic. Cause I also get that your brain coming to conclusions comes from the people you came from, at least to some degree, like the way you make decisions, the way you uh, interpret the world. I get it, but I definitely think that there's more to this nurture thing than nature. Like I, I do. I agree with you. Cause like, look at you, you got a cat and I'm not saying that you ever had a phobia of cats, but you had an aversion for some reason to cats that you never really thought about other than just, I had it and then right. my parents had it. And then you like got over it. How do you feel about cats now? Oh, I think they're great. Oh, baby. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the most low maintenance of any pet. I think that you can mm-hmm. have and they're wildly independent, which I love. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they're obviously a little bit like selfish and but like born of the same cloth. So yeah. <laughs> you don't they're have cats, my little, right? they're my spirit. <laughs> um I like cats fine. I had cats growing up. Growing up. Um I don't love how dirty their paws get. And then they like climb on my kitchen table where I eat and stuff. Say so that's that. like not a phobia. That's just more of like a Nasty. can you not? Yeah. But otherwise it's fine but greg's really allergic so i i don't want to kill him we've talked about this before but uh okay so we we talked about this specific phobia that's one of three types okay that's the simple phobia i have a fear of cat spider snake whatever yes dentist whatever Ooh, yes uh thunderstorms whatever dark places that's that's number one that's specific phobia also known as simple phobia you've also got social anxiety disorder which is formerly called social phobia so exactly what you think it would be right people with this disorder fear social situations where they might be humiliated embarrassed or judged by others this also runs in families what So this could be something specific to performance, like a performance anxiety, like giving a lecture, uh, a presentation, a concert, whatever. Um, I actually think Barbara Streisand had that. Oh, no, she had something similar in the 60s. She had such anxiety going on stage one time that she forgot the words of her song. And she was like, I knew this. I know the song. I just had such paralyzing fear that it, it it just happened. So anyway. Um, people who have been shy or solitary as children or who have a history of unhappy social experiences in childhood seem more likely to develop this disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, nature, nurture, all the things. I, it makes me worried for 2020 because all the children are solitary. We're locking them <laughs> down and not letting them play with each other. It's fine. We'll just read all be the better consequences later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay because in my case, I'm just making her 
have a really unhealthy, close relationship with me. So yes. as a mother, I'm winning. So yes. just kidding. Uh, okay. So the third type then is agoraphobia. So that's the fear of just being in public places where it can be difficult to make a sudden exit. I'm not going to lie to you. I have a little tiny, tiny bit of this. I don't know that it goes all the way to phobia, but I do have a, like my arms start sweating. My palms start sweating. Uh, my heart starts beating a little bit. Um, this is like, I, it's very, very low. So like if there was a dial on my fear, like gauge, it goes from zero. And then I'm in a situation, it probably goes up to like a three and then it can go back down. So it's not something that I, it, it doesn't impede my life. But for instance, the perfect example that I can give you is when I'm on a plane and everybody stands up at the end, mm-hmm. I feel like I have, I can't breathe for a minute and I have to just sit there because I can't get out. If there was an emergency because everybody's in the aisle, I can't move. So it's not even, it doesn't make sense. Cause like, hi, when you're 40,000 feet in the air, you can't get out either, but there's something about, I can run up and down the aisle. I can do whatever I needed to. Right. There's something about, I can't move past my spot where I'm standing or sitting that freaks me out um and greg knows like i i get that and i'm like and i just sort of like grab onto him when they all stand up because you know they all stand up the second oh yeah that thing comes off and there's a thousand people standing in the aisle and they're all being rude and they're reaching over you and stuff and i'm like i can't get out (laughs) so anyway are you claustrophobic also yes okay yeah don't like it we have this okay side note we have this in our new house now that we live in now there's this crawl space under our, like, I guess, front porch, but you get to it from inside the house and it's used for storage and it's, it goes to about my waist. So you have to be on your hands and knees to get in there, but it is like the size of a room. Mm-mm. I freaked out. Like I, I never liked it. I obviously use comedy to deflect my emotional, like insecurity. So I, I always, I told the real estate agent when we walked through, I'm like, is this where we keep the girls like in the dungeon, like that we lock up? <laughs> and he was like, I don't understand your humor. Like, ugh, this one's weird. But, <laughs> so I call it to Greg, not to like everyone, but to Greg, I'm like, Oh, the dungeon, like the, where we keep the girls like in locked in Disturbia. the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it freaks me out so much. And like, I went in there one time because I had to go get nope. some decorations or something for Christmas. Nope. And I had to go in there, like in, in there. Um, and I actually like freaked out and I had to get out. I told Greg, like, he was just right there. He was right at the other side. Cause I was handing him stuff and I'm like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out of here. He's like, okay. Like, <laughs> he's so glad he married me. I'm so full I of fun things. <laughs> get, I get that though. That is that like, I mean like are how you, many. Are you claustrophobic? I mean, Yes, to an extent. Like if I, like elevators do not freak me out. Um, me neither. Not elevators. But I could like if it gets like I won't do. There's this famous um, uh, like cave climb in yeah. uh, Enchanted Rock, which is in like kind of near Austin, Texas. And it's just this mm-hmm. big piece of granite out in the middle of nowhere. And then there's like this crack in it, and you can and mm-hmm. like and like it's not experienced. It's not. It's it's not even like managed. It's a thing. It's yeah. not even. Yeah. There's nothing. It's just like. Every, anyone does it you can do it if you want to do it and i don't know that anyone's ever maybe one person's been killed but there's like all my friends would do it i would go to be a camp counselor i'll go to camp every year there and like all my friends would go do it every year and i would just sit outside that thing like i'm not fucking going in there because apparently at one yeah. place it's like to your back of your head and your nose or between granite no. and you have to slide through and i'm like no good that's why you're gonna outlive all of us <laughs> you are smarter <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. You couldn't pay me. Well, no. you could pay me. 
I listen, there's a price for everything. <laughs> Sponsors? Anybody want to see me freak out? <laughs> Name your price. That's right. Okay. That's so true. Anyway. No, I get it. I, I think you and I are similar. I think we're similar in the way that we think about that stuff. It's like, you know, like I don't give it a lot of thought. I don't obsess over it. But like if I'm in that situation, I've definitely had a minute or two where it's been uncomfortable or I've I, avoided it. Yeah. And I'll draw a hard line real quick. And I'll like that can mm-hmm. be like, yeah, if that makes me the party pooper, so be it. Yo, like you guys go have a great time. I'm going to sit here I'll with myself. I'll hold the bags. <laughs> Did anybody bring bug spray, you stupid? But of course not. You're going into the game. You don't need bug spray. Okay. So, okay. So three types, we talked about it. Um, specific phobia, social anxiety disorder, and agoraphobia. Those are the three types that, um, you know, the smarties tell us are phobias. Childhood phobias occur commonly between five and nine, and they only tend to last a few months. Like they get over it. So that's good. Huh. Way to, way to absorb the world and evolve. Yeah. The longer lasting phobias begin later in life, especially at people in their 20s. So it starts in your 20s. Oh, good. Um, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> Bring it. Like, let's do this. And adult phobias tend to last for many years, and they're way less likely to go away on their own unless they're treated. So that's 80% of adult cases. Like, you just live with it, and it can be a nightmare to however much of an extreme your situation is until you get treatment um phobias of course because they they're awful can increase an adult's risk of um other types of psychiatric illness especially other anxiety disorders like panic attacks or whatever Mm -hmm. depression and substance abuse of course like you're doing all you can to shut off the fear like of course you're gonna have a drink or whatever or or drugs or whatever it is i'm not endorsing that i just understand (laughs) That you need to turn it off Mm because you don't want to live in fear all the time because it doesn't feel nice. Yes. Okay. Let's go into a little bit of history of phobias, okay? Okay. So we can understand kind of that you're not alone if you have a phobia. Right. So Carl Jung and... (laughs) (laughs) Is it him again? He figured this out too. He was very busy. (laughs) Okay. No, actually, it's funny that you say that, but we do have some people that we're going to uh, name drop again that you brought up okay. last episode, I think. I think it was last episode. Yeah. I don't remember anything. Love that. My brain is cheese. Okay. People have had phobias for thousands of years. Duh. The first written reference to phobic problems that we have on record is from the ancient Greek physician Hippocrates. No do you shit. remember our friend Hippocrates? Yeah, Hippocrates. Some, yeah, Hippocrates. <laughs> Hippocrates wrote about the symptoms of his patients because he was a smarty and he had one in particular, one particular patient called, I'm going to say this wrong because that's my job is to mispronounce things, Nicanor. Oh. Whenever Nicanor went out drinking, as you do, he would get scared of the flute being played by musicians. Okay. The flute. So this was, this was like the 400s BCE. Okay. So before Christ, like the BC or what is it? Yeah. BC. Yeah, that's right. Wait, BC and BCE. BCE is AD. So, so after I think. Oh, is that what the E means? Yeah, I think so. I did. It's another way to say AD. I forget. God damn it. I have a history minor and I can't remember. Literally. BC (laughs) is BC and BCE is AD. Okay. 
good for me. It's probably wrong. Okay. <laughs> just say it declaratively and no one will know the difference. It's fine to say it. Like, you know, when you're the expert. Okay. We're number one. So, I have to, like, <laughs> we have to take that out. <laughs> okay. So whenever Nicanor, our buddy Nicanor, went out drinking, he would get scared of the flute when right. he was drinking he at night. He hated Lizzo. So Hippocrates wrote, when the piper began to play, the music immediately threw him into such a great fright that he was not able to bear the disorder of it. So that's the first record that we know of in human history of somebody that had phobic behavior. Wow. But I mean, you, he wasn't the first. I that mean, must have been have a be. really, really terrible flute player. Or like, did his parents beat him with a flute when he was little <laughs> and then play it while he was hurting his condition? Is too? your mother a flute and do you want to fuck her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freud. Yeah. That's what Freud would say. <laughs> Amazing. So Hippocrates, um, he didn't actually come up with the term phobia um, because, I mean, he never used that when he was describing him. We just look back now and say, oh, that was like a phobia. Um, the word wasn't used until like 500 years later. Mm. When a Roman doctor, obviously, because it's a Greek slash Roman word, um, a Roman doctor named Celsus used the word hydrophobia, fear of water, to describe someone who seemed to have like a, a horror of water due to rabies because they had rabies, oh, which is actually a symptom rabies. of rabies. If if you ever uh, want to know, people with uh, advanced rabies have like tremendous thirst, but they're not able to drink and they're they have an aversion to water. Are they you water. kidding? I'm not kidding. It's nuts. That is so. Nuts. That's where he got. I mean, his he did not have hydrophobia. He had rabies, <laughs> but you know, one begets the other or Potato. something. I don't know. Potato. Okay. So we're blazing through this here. So the research in 2005, more than 10 million people in the U S suffered some sort of phobia. That was 2005. Wow. In 2020, I feel like it's a billion. It's a hundred. <laughs> Every 100%. single person in the United States suffers it i think that's true over, yeah i mean 2020 hashtag 2020 over the past several decades psychologists and other researchers have developed some effective behavioral and pharmacological treatments for phobia so like including technology interventions right so they use pet scans they do um fmris which is like functional mris just to watch the brain and huh. say like when you're having a phobia a phobic reaction what happens to the brain and what happens when you're being treated um they're finding that uh malfunctions of the amygdala um and associated brain structures blah 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 blah, blah science 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 give rise to many phobias still researchers have yet to work out the details of how this happens so they're just saying like we see that something actually is happening in the brain which makes sense i mean you're having a chemical reaction right you're not just like i don't like that that makes me uneasy you're right. fight or flighting in your brain so of course stuff's gonna light up on the pet scan and the mri are you ready for the fun part yes you're not even ready i mean you are you are ready i'm hoping not Famous people and their phobias. Ooh. Okay. 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 Wait, quick question. Sorry. In the yes. in the CAT scans or the uh -huh. is that the pet tube? Scans. 
the MRI is where you can't have anything metal um, yeah. and you go into that donut and then they, they um, take a bunch of pictures and you can't have anything metal on you, in you, because it will so, rip out of your body and go to the mag magnet. If you are testing somebody for their phobias, let's say bats, and mm -hmm. you're doing that. They would expose them to photos they, of it. A photo. Okay. I was like, would they literally just put a bat in that tube with them? Like the office <laughs> episode with Meredith. Yeah. They put a, a bat in a garbage bag and put over it over there. <laughs> we want to take pictures of your brain while it's getting rabies. Here's a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's wow. a bat. Good luck. Photos. Good luck. Well, so that actually, sense. that's a good question. And you know what? In my research, I didn't write it in my notes, but in my research, they did a... Um, they, I found there was like a study that they did where they had somebody just sit, not in an MRI machine or whatever, which I wonder if that's a phobia, an MRI. Well, claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Anyway, because I know people have to be medicated, like sedated to go into MRIs sometimes yeah. because they can't handle, because you have to sit perfectly still too. Oof. Anyway, um, so I, so in the research that um, I was doing for this episode, there was something about they did a study with um, people and they just sat them in front of screens and with phobias that they have like diagnosed phobias. So let's say you have a fear of snakes. Well, they would show you like these neutral photos. Do, 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 do. Isn't this nice? Look at the meadow. Look at the flowers. Like, this is cool, isn't it? Here's a kid playing on a swing snake. And then they would go back to like oh. <laughs> to the normal stuff. But they would do it so fast that it was supposed to be subconscious. Like they didn't see, you can't consciously see it. And so then they were measuring their brain energy to see like, did they see it long enough and did their body react to it, even if they didn't consciously react to it. And the point is there was like a little spike in like in their brain. But then later when they talked to them, they're like, no, it was great. Like I watched like I a bunch no of like, nice videos. I don't know, photos. I don't know. It was nice. That sounds so like there was something there. Interest that's so interesting. Like and like, I don't know. I probably shouldn't say this, but it's like what I do know about like shock therapy. It sounds like that, where mm -hmm. and like you're like re like registering little ticks. But if you did, they have any like proof that it worked? Like if you slipped it into the conscience without, if you slipped it into the subconscious without the conscious knowing it, does it mm -hmm. normalize it for snakes? Mm -mm. I mean, it still it still registers. It's just not as high of an anxiety inducer in the brain. But it's like, oh wait, what? Your brain's almost like saying, "What was that? Wait, is that something <laughs> you should be scared of?" <laughs> Guys, go back. Right. Like that's kind of what your brain is doing. It, it doesn't necessarily like get like, "Oh, that was a snake." It, but it goes like, hmm, "What? What was that?" <laughs> so scientifically speaking, you, that's the scientific term. <laughs> you impersonating a brain is my new favorite. Yeah. Uh huh. Thank you. What? Thank you. <laughs> Hands, go back. Go back. Wait, guys. <laughs> so, um, one of the main treatments before I go into the fun stuff of famous people and mm -hmm. their phobias, which Sorry. we are going to make fun of. We are we respect them, but we are going yeah, to depends. You'll see. <laughs> okay. You'll see what some of these phobias are. And listen, I have my own phobia. You can make fun of mine with my sea creatures. Fair game. True. We're gonna make fun of theirs. Famous people and their phobias. Okay. Christina Ricci has botanophobia, a fear of indoor plants. Oh, this is not um, a time to be on Instagram for her. I mean, it's all the rage. She better stay off the internet. Alfred Hitchcock had, had 
ovophobia, which was a fear of eggs. And he actually was quoted saying something like, I'm going to butcher it because I didn't write down the quote, but something like, have you ever actually seen the yolk of an egg cut run out of the, of the egg? Like it is more scary than like blood coming out of a body. It's like, that's rational. Like I see. Weird. Yeah. Like he'd rather have somebody get blood out in a movie and stabbed but eggs make him quiver. <laughs> because it resembles blood? Like what? No, I mean, no, because it just grosses him out and he had a fear of it. So he never would eat it or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. How weird. Oprah. Oh, wait. Oprah, Oprah has, can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. She has a fear of gum, chiclophobia, and she banned it from Harpo Studios because she doesn't like it. No I'll be way. chewing on that gum in my presence. I don't That's like right. it. That's right. I'm paying for all of this shit. Keep your mouth <laughs> shut. Girl, get it. <laughs> it is your world. We are just living That's in it. That's right. <laughs> uh, Billy Bob Thornton's is my favorite, and they actually Ew. don't have a term for this. As far- no, he's not my favorite. Let me let me be clear. He is not my favorite. His phobia is my favorite because okay. it's so freaking nuanced and weird. <laughs> He has a couple of phobias, but one of them, my favorite, he has a phobia of French antique furniture. What? It really scares him. And he said he thinks he probably was murdered by something like bludgeoned to death with some French antique furniture in a past life. He's a little he can't explain. I mean, he's a kooky. He's a kooky guy. Interesting. Um, he also has a fear of cayenne pepper, oh, that's silver. Nice. Oh. Because he's a vampire or werewolf or something. And Komodo dragons. Which that I don't believe they will kill you. They will kill you and eat you. He's also have, he also has a phobia of Angelina Jolie. And I mean he had a philia <laughs> for Angelina Jolie into. that turned into a phobia. Thank you. Thank you. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, I love I love her. I don't have a good reason. I don't know anything about her, but yeah, that marriage with like the blood vial, which I'm thinking yeah. was silver, but maybe she wore it and he didn't. Maybe it was gold. Maybe she had to ward him off. And so she wore a silver necklace That's of his it. blood like a witch. Yes, girl. <laughs> We're monsters. Okay. Use it. So Diddy, now Diddy. Okay. Previously P. Diddy. P. Previously Puff Daddy. Has podophobia, fear of a long second toe. Oh, that's just a that fetish thing. That just sounds thing. like a like I'm grossed out by it. I'm not afraid of it. What is it going to do? Is it going to touch you or Ugh. hurt you? It sounds just more like they're like, ew, I don't like that. That's not right. Yeah. But listen, I don't know you. I don't know your brain, Diddy. You do you. That's right. Pamela Anderson has isotrophal. Wait, nope. Isotrophal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. You got it. Believe this, in me. Clap for me like you Tinkerbell. got it. <laughs> isotrophobia. Nailed it. I did it. <laughs> Fear of mirrors. Uh, what? Pamela Girl. Anderson with them tiggle bitties. Because she's her whole existence on this planet is to be a sex symbol and she's aging. Like we oh, all do. That so makes girl, me sense. too. I wouldn't want to look at I mean, I'm diagnosing her. I wouldn't want to look at mirrors either. Right. If <laughs> I was that she at 21. She doesn't look at mirrors and she doesn't um watch herself on TV ever. Because it freaks her out. So. I That's kind of endearing. Yeah. And like, listen, especially during coronavirus, I cannot relate to you more. I don't brush my hair every day. So, <laughs> like, because I don't have to be seen on camera, except for you. <laughs> so, I'd be scared of mirrors, too. That's right. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. 
give her a break, everyone. She's very tired. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. He has you better lightrophobia. Okay. Try th- he has a fear Sorry. of getting trapped in a revolving door. Okay. That sounds more like claustrophobia, like a specific of like, I'm trapped. Yes. You yeah. know? Yes. Do you like Matthew McConaughey? Where do your where does your vote go? Oh, Matthew McConaughey literally with his fingers placed the moon where it is. Um <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Is only that? <laughs> literally God. And I talk about I this something new about you all the time. I don't know how, because I literally like, this is all I talk about. It feels like, um, because people don't understand. We're going to go on a little tangent here. I'm sorry. Just hold on. I want to listen. Uh, I want it. Matthew McConaughey gave that speech when he won that Oscar for, I believe yeah. it was Dallas Buyers Club. And Which by the way, he was phenomenal. And phenomenal. I, was floored. I was floored by his performance in like, that. Yes. I mean, so everyone, like he just did that. Everyone's going to sit the fuck down and listen. Because this man just showed you that he means fucking business. So yeah. he gives this speech on. I am looking my the, I learned this when I was a kid, something like that, like I'm always chasing me. The best person to look up to is me 10 years from now. And Ooh. he goes on this beautiful story of like it changes the next year. He's still 10 years and 10 years from now. He's still 10 years. The best version of me is my capability of the best being of me and my Whoa. attention and focus on becoming that. And I'm into that. I really like that philosophy. Oh, it's such a cool philosophy. And, he, and then he talks about like having people pour into you and you pour you out into other people and it's this gorgeous, all-encompassing, like, this is a good, wholesome way to live. And I Aww. shit you not, it seems like, it, and I could have this number wrong, my polling could be off, but it's like 80% of the population thinks that that was just a really arrogant guy saying, I'm the shit. And it's not what he was saying. He was mm-hmm. saying, I'm just trying to be the best me always, and I've never done it, and I'm never going to do it. Yeah, and I'm trying to communicate with you the way that I like to live. That's exactly. All. Yeah, in case you want to pick up what I'm throwing down. Like, that's great. That's not arrogant. Oh, it wasn't at all. And, like, people just took it that way. And so they wrote him off. And, like, he's just this, like, thing that, like, people don't. Some people don't. Like, Texans obviously love him. And he's also seemingly positioning himself to run for, it looks like, governor of Texas. And I will literally shit my pants and work for that campaign for free for the rest of my life. (laughs) Well, listen. Trap him in a revolving door. We know he <laughs> frequents Texas. Trap him in a revolving door. The and Capitol. then plead your case until he loves you. I, that'll <laughs> work. And let him out. That will work. I am the only one who will let you out, Matthew. Yeah. Like, you better, like, declare your love and allegiance to me or else you're never getting out of this revolving <laughs> door. I can stand here all day. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, my God. That was great. Listen, I learned a little more about you today. That's interesting. Okay. Um, I always thought he was cute and like, you know, like a nice, pure soul. Yeah. I think like there are, you can do worse. You can do worse. Oh, yeah. He just wants to live a happy life and like, you know, create good things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Back to phobias. Okay. Um, So President Franklin Delano Roosevelt had... Triskaidekaphobia. That's my favorite word. Triskaidekaphobia. Fear of the number 13. So he, this is into superstition though, I think. 
He wouldn't travel on the 13th day of the month and would never have 13 guests at a table at one time. Ooh. That sounds like superstition. That's like superstition. And, and looking out for the third wheel. Yeah. I mean, but... listen, you know that hotels, do you know that most hotels um, don't have a 13th floor? Did you know that? Are you shitting? Because of this? So they, they do because science, like after 12, the next is floor the is 13. But yes, because trichodecophobia, triskodecophobia, fuck, was such a big deal and people were so superstitious that they were like, okay, we'll call it the 12th floor and then the 14th then the floor 14th and then the 15th. Interesting. So is it actually the 13th floor? Yes. yes because... You are 13 stories up, dum-dum. But listen, if it makes you feel better to call it the 14th floor, can we can call put, it whatever you want. We can call it the happy floor. We can call it the not 13th floor. Right. Definitely not 13th. Anyway, but that's something because so many people are afraid of the number 13 that they wouldn't stay on the 13th floor, which I would because I don't care because it's a number. That is but, so weird. There was enough people that they did that. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. The next time you go to a hotel, look, look around. Okay. Not all hotels do it, but many, 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 many do. That is so, so weird. So take a look and at that when you're in the elevator and you're pressing buttons, look for number 13 because it's going to go, you know, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, 16. Do you take know where that's because like so obviously like, like the weird like Friday, the 13th thing. Where did that mm -hmm. start? Where like it it's. I don't you know, that's a good question. Oh, I want to do an episode on superstition. Yes. I got a bunch of shit for that. Oh my God. Let's, I'm let's really learning a lot this. about myself and how much dark shit I know, which is weird. Sorry. No, <laughs> you better know your shit, girl. Come on. I mean, own it. That's right. Own it. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Mm. She has ornithophobia, fear of birds. She doesn't like them. That, yeah, that, I get that. They're dinosaurs. A lot of people do. Yeah, they are dinosaurs. And like, what do they know that we don't? And they also carry disease. Yes. Um, Matt Damon, mm -hmm. I love him. He's a treasure. He has ophidiophobia, fear of snakes. Okay. So don't throw a snake at Matt Damon. We got things in Nobody. common, baby. We can get it, you know, coffee and talk about it. I mean, he married, uh, no, we're not going there. Another day. He married a waitress. I love him so much. Oh, he could have married a star. Cool. And he married a waitress with kids. Anyway, I just love him. Love okay. that. Channing Tatum has... Pet, I think, okay, I wrote this probably wrong. Pediophobia. We talked about this at the beginning. Fear of porcelain dolls, which is also the name of children, like fear of children. They put them in the same thing because apparently they're the same. <laughs> uh, I said pediophobia because in the article it said, which was very scientific, it was ranker.com. Work. Um, <laughs> it said pediophilia, and I was like, I no! think that's wrong. <laughs> I don't know a lot about anything, but pedophilia <laughs> sounds awfully close to loving children. Really, really close. Dangerously um, close. I feel like that's like getting into libel like territory. Right. Of, like, Channing's going to call us. The fuck? Yeah. So I'm going to say it's pedophobia. I don't know if that's right, but I think it is. Fear of porcelain dolls, which I would argue, who doesn't have a fear of porcelain dolls? Yeah, not cool looking with those. at you and like, are they gonna like get up and talk to you? Whatever. Annabelle. Okay. Okay. We all know Howie Mandel has a has a phobia. Do you remember what it is? Like, you don't have to know the name of it. But I do you know he's a germaphobe. That's it. You got it. Fear of germs. Mysophobia. Oh, it's not germ. It is. It is germs. But it's a named fear of germs. Myso. It's named mysophobia. Mysophobia. Okay. Fear of germs. Yeah. 
Katy Perry has a phobia of uh, good music. Oh my God. Thank you (laughs) so much for validating that because I've got so many issues with her that I can't. Anyway, God bless her. Fear of the dark. She has to sleep with the lights on. God damn it. I got something in common with Katy Perry. Um, No, but I'm not sleeping with the lights on. You're not sleeping with the lights on? Fuck no. I mean, me neither. I love the dark because I always told myself ever since I was really little that like, if I'm in the dark and I'm asleep, people can't scare me. So I'm just going to like hide and nuzzle in my little cocoon. And then like, they're going to try to scare me. I just had this picture, like ghosts or aliens or whatever are like, hey, wake up. I'm going to scare you. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm sleeping. Like it's dark. (laughs) I can't see you anyway. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, she's not working. We're going to move on. (laughs) Go to Greg. (laughs) Very Monsters Inc. But I loved the visual. I mean... Listen, my brain is nothing if not a visual uh, playground. Okay. Zach Galifianakis. Oof. Fear of heights, acrophobia. Okay. To the point where he could not show up to certain promotion events for like the hangover and stuff because it was at a place that was high, like a high height hotel or whatever. And he could not do it. His anxiety and fear like stopped him. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't do it. Interesting. I know, I know. I think that's a really common one. I think people are scared of heights because, you know, they don't want to die. We're not birds and we don't live in the trees. Okay. Aretha Franklin, aviophobia, fear of flying. And sometimes she would even cancel shows around the world because of her phobia, which, listen, you're Aretha. You can do whatever the yeah. fuck you want. <laughs> yeah. You want to cancel that show? Yeah. You're Aretha. Like, I'll still pay you. Yeah, you tell Stockholm to come to you, bitch. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So true. And then I left the last one on the best one, Meryl Streep. Mother. Okay. I know mother. Literally going to do a whole episode on Meryl fucking Streep. Please. Can we do it? Yes. Please. Okay. Do you want to take any kind of a stab at what she would have a phobia about? I I mean, it's so freaking random, but I'll give you the the opportunity if you want to. I'm going to know it once you say it. Um, Bad actors. I'm just kidding. Right. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> I have a phobia of bad acting. Um, yeah, uh, I can't. I'm going to kick myself once I hear it. What is it? It's so random. Corcoranophobia. Fear of helicopters. I did not know that. I mean, why would you? What? And, and, and she could probably have like nine. She could own a helicopter manufacturing company and... Make them Merrill copters. I don't and know. And just turn them upside down. Mm-mm. Not flying. So, or she could just buy it all and then burn them all because she's scared of them. <laughs> Whatever she wants to do. She runs the world. So, okay. So that is like some fun little nuggets. Now, I will say disclaimer. I didn't get this from the most reputable website. And you have to assume, is this a phobia or have they just said, I really I don't, don't like, like birds. I don't like snakes. Because in some of these examples, they've said, like, I've turned down gigs and whatever because of it. And in that case, I would say, OK, you probably are getting more toward a phobia. But like Pamela Anderson, for instance, the fear of mirrors, like, is that actually literally mirrors or is she having some sort of self insecurity, you know, thing. reflective insecurity? Right. And like, right. is it actually a phobia? So, I mean, but then Billy Bob Thornton with his French antique furniture. I just think that's so specific. <laughs> and that one's I, a phobia. I'm so sorry. I don't want to make fun of people's fears, but like what okay anyway i do i do i do i was gonna yeah i was like yeah fuck them Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
<laughs> Listen, you're famous. You make more money than me. You're yeah. fair game. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go on to treatment. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You said that earlier. And yeah. I was like, how do you do that? Okay. Yeah. Cause there's a way to treat this. You can live with it, but actually get through it. I hate it. I hate this idea, but the best treatment for specific phobias, specific, remember being number one, specific phobias. And then we had social phobias and then we had agor. I don't know, agor- agoraphobia, agoraphobia, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the first one was like specific phobia. So I'm scared of cats. I'm scared of spiders. I'm scared of dentists. I'm scared of thunderstorms, whatever. The psychotherapy like method that is the best treatment is exposure therapy. Yep. So you're scared of spiders. Here's a, here's a tank here's, full of spiders. Yeah. Sometimes your doctor may also recommend therapies like, or medication like beta blockers, which we talked about. Um, this slows down your adrenaline. So beta blockers are like, it calms your high blood pressure or it calms your pounding heart. Um, so beta blockers are a good, um, medication if you just need to like not have a panic attack. Right. Um, also sedatives like benzos remember back to the dreams episode, beta blockers and sedatives were the medications that if you cut them off too fast, including there was like Parkinson's medication too. Mm-hmm. If you cut them off too fast, one of the symptoms is you have nightmares. nightmares. Remember? Yeah. Cause your body's freaking out. Cause it's, it's finally got this like um, third party of... thing that's calming it down yep. and then you take it away. Um, so just yep. an interesting little tie in to our other. Super interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Understanding the cause of a phobia is actually less important to, to psychotherapists and doctors than focusing on how to treat the avoidance behavior that's developed over time. So let me say that a different way. We understand that you're afraid of cats or mice, rats, whatever, bats, pick a thing. We aren't as curious about what, what drove you to feel that way. I'm scared of the dentist because I had a bad experience when I was little with the dentist or whatever. That's great, but it doesn't help with treatment, mm-hmm. right? So we're not as interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to know and treat you in a way of like, you don't have to be afraid. Let's let's work on the treatment of making you not feel so scared. We appreciate that what, where it stemmed from, rational or irrational, is valid. Maybe you saw Jaws too young, not pointing any fingers, but I saw Jaws too mm-hmm. young. And maybe that's where I got my fear of the sharks ocean. from. Don't know. Mm-hmm. The ocean in general, because they're all monsters. It's fine. <laughs> Can we start a campaign? Okay. Uh, anyway, so giant squids too. Okay, no, it's fine. I'm not dwelling on But it. you said whales too. I can't get over that. I was almost on whale, not almost on, but I almost applied to be on whale wars. Whales can sink ships, Kendall. Sinks, yeah. <laughs> well, bitter. ships that need to be sunk. No, no. Because they would smell my fear and they would just do it just because <laughs> they wanted to. Because they're like, this bitch is scared. I'm going to crush her. Uh-huh. Break it in half. Anyway, harpoon. Harpoon. Where's my harpoon? Oh, my God. Uh- I'm terrified. I'm just scared. Just <laughs> It just comes. It stems from fear, Kendall. Okay. So... Yeah. The (laughs) goal of treatment is to improve quality of life so that you're no longer limited by your phobias. You don't want to have a hindrance, right? You want to live your best life. Understandable. So we're going to the beach. As you learn. Yes. And like everybody deserves some peace. That's right. Especially in 2020. As you learn how to better manage and relate to your reactions, thoughts and feelings you'll find that your anxiety and fear are reduced and no longer in control of your life. Treatment is usually directed at one specific phobia at a time. So if you have multiple phobias, that's okay. 
we're going to treat one at a time, focus on that one. And then when we get that one managed, we're going to focus on the next one. Totally fine and fair. Page by page. Yeah. So I'm going to take a little hand over a second because I have something I told you in the beginning that is completely speculative and I'm not a professional at all, nor have I cited the article. There is an article I read (laughs) one time. I I love myself. I hear what I'm saying. (laughs) And if I heard somebody else say this, I would be like, look at how sure she is. Look how sure she is about her shit. And like, she doesn't even attribute it to anything. She just says one time somebody told me. Anyway. Yes. I read an article one time that said, you know, fear is hereditary. It's a, it's evolutionary. So like if you put it in birds, you know, hi, that predator bird up there that's hunting me or that snake, I'm going to be afraid of that. Why am I afraid of that? Well, it's an instinct. Well, why is it an instinct? Because over generations, my, you know, ancestor birds have been eaten by it or had close, well, more likely had close calls, right? Because that's not evolutionarily, I got eaten. There was no like fear to pass on to your kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, your baby birds. So, okay, over time, you've developed a fear. It's hereditary. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a way to evolve to be more um, adaptable and survive. So that makes sense. Like, you know, crickets stop chirping um, when they hear something specific or birds fly away when something's coming. And that's always been like a a telltale sign in movies and stuff. It's like, oh, the birds know something we don't or whatever, right? Right. So there's there's something there that is hereditary that they feel gets imprinted on our DNA. That's, that's what I read. And then they said they they believe that they don't know enough yet, but they believe that this is the same for humans. So obviously phobias and stuff are an extreme version of that, almost to an irrational level, because our fears that have been hereditarily, that's a, yep. Yeah, that's right. I did it. I mean, so again, so, sound declarative and it's it's a real thing. Nobody will question that's it. That's right. Um, if you have a phobia that might get into like, uh, uh, it doesn't fit our culture. Your fears don't fit your life today. But the fears have been ingrained in you from ancestors that did have to worry about these things. Right. So I'm going to, this is so, I hear myself. My grandfather was in the ocean for, I think, three days, maybe, floating, like on a door, Titanic style kind of thing for three days. Um, And there were sharks that were lurking around him and took some of his colleagues under the water and gone. What? He survived. He survived. He came home. He had children. Maybe that is my irrational fear of sharks and where it comes from, from a hereditary perspective, or I saw Jaws too young, or it was a combination. It's a combination. It's a combination. And it's, and pieces of it is blood and pieces of it is story and pieces of it is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. How the, how what did if? he get there? Um, he was a sailor and he was shot. Like the ship was sunk. Holy God. In world war two. Wow. My mom's going to kill me. She always is like, you don't remember things accurately, Caitlin. And you say things that are not true because you can't remember the very important details to the story. All I remember is he's floating in the water. Open water. And sharks were surrounding him. That was where I started to listen really closely because I was like, sharks in the water. Right. Um. So, 
Yeah, like he saw people get pulled under. Nope. See. And eaten. Yeah. So I don't like that. And so, again, I have an irrational fear, like to the point where, remember, I think I told you this story because I tell you everything. Maybe I didn't. Um, When we went on our honeymoon, one of the things my husband wanted to do was go on a dolphin excursion. Yeah. Where you play with dolphins. Of course. Because they're cute. Him and me, a bunch of eight-year-old girls, whatever. Oh. They're like, yay, this is so fun. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm trying to avoid a panic attack. Crying. (laughs) Because this thing's going to try to drown me and it smells my fear. And it's going to try because it's bored and in captivity. And why not this one? Pick pick me off of the herd. Right, right. Why wouldn't you? I Yeah. It knew my fear, okay? And it makes you do tricks with it. Like the, the trainer makes you do tricks with it. And I was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, but I'm going to be a good wife. I love him so much. And I just, I, he wants this and it's Look fine and it's fine. So it knew it and it bullied me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that dolphin knew my fear and was like. Was toying oh, with you a little bit. Because I have nothing else to do. I am in a people. I'm sick of doing this cell. shit. Yes, exactly. This is all I have. And I was like, I kind of don't blame you, but also. Why me? I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. You're a <laughs> mammal and I want to drown you. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> so okay. strong it's so strong it's interesting it is strong i really don't like sea creatures so like going to the beach going in the ocean like more than knee deep like i have to like it's a no-go breathe through it which reminds me so there are some lifestyle and home remedies you can do if you have a phobia so that's good that sounds a little bit hopeful i mean it's not everything you know you got to treat it you got to take it seriously depending on how heavily you suffer from phobias but you can ask your doctor or whatever healthcare professional your therapist whatever to suggest lifestyle and other strategies to help you manage the anxiety that comes with phobias so you can still be afraid of it but like we got to manage the anxiety so for example mindfulness strategies So you got to learn how to tolerate and breathe through your anxiety and reduce the avoidance behaviors. So like maybe you see a spider and you're like, okay, I'm not going to lose my shit. I'm not going to lose my shit. I'm going to just be in the room with the spider for a minute and then I'm going to run out of the room. Whatever. And then you work your way up and then (laughs) I'm going to scream and set the house on fire. (laughs) But you know what? One step at a time. Do you remember that vine of the spider in the kitchen and then it just like zooms out and then somebody throws a plate at it? (laughs) Absolutely. And that is a completely (laughs) rational reaction. (laughs) Who likes spiders? Okay. Relaxation techniques. You got to breathe deeply, Mm -hmm. aggressive muscle uh, relaxation, yoga, just whatever helps you just kind of get control of your anxiety. I even hear myself like talking very calmly as I say this. Oh yeah. And then the last one is physical activity and exercise. So get that anxiety out. I've said this before a lot. I have an anxious personality. So I have said a lot, if I have the energy to be anxious about something or scared of something or whatever, if I have those feelings in the pit of my stomach, then I have the energy to get on the fucking treadmill because I need to burn off some of this negative energy yeah because it's not doing me any favors so if i have the energy to feel scared i have the energy to move and like exercise and then i always feel better it's not always a win like it's not always a hundred percent but it is better i do feel my brain because you're replacing it with endorphins and all the things and you're just burning off that energy right right yeah yeah i love that yeah so that's it that's what i have i love that what What a cool wrap-up too because it's like actual things that are just like hey you know, like we've got these things that we need to just. And I love what you said earlier about like 
the reason for treatment is that you can live a life less bound by yeah and fear or anything else and a more open life and wholehearted life and i love that so much so so cool yeah. so fun love because that. your fear is valid it doesn't matter if it's rational or irrational it exists it's here right and if you downplay it and ignore it you're just causing more problems for yourself yes. if you acknowledge it and respect it and figure out and give it the time and energy it deserves to treat it, yeah. then you're going to be better. You're going to be better off. It doesn't matter where it came from. Why yes. am I scared of sharks? I don't think I've ever seen a shark that isn't like a small shark in a, in a zoo or whatever right. in my life. I've never seen a great white shark. I've only seen images and video of it. And I'm scared of it. Who cares? The fear is real. Right. How we got so, there doesn't matter. It's there. That's right. So anyway... Yeah, love so it. that's all. That's all I got. Yeah. I love it. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Okay, so we're gonna do our normal spiel now about where you can find us, help us grow. Here we go. Here we I are. know you love this part. This I is do. what they all sign up for too yeah. when they want to listen to us. <laughs> it's this part. You can find us on social. You can find us on um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the moment, and. Uh, Listen to us, subscribe to us. We are anywhere podcasts um, are playing. So please find us, show us love, um, validate that we should keep doing this outside of our day jobs. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and also like, please, um, if you have an idea for a topic that you want us to talk about, send it to us, um, preferably to our Gmail. It's very difficult to remember, amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. Uh, send it to us and just like say, Hey, will you cover this topic? I've, I want to learn more about it or whatever. Happy to, we will definitely take your, um, ideas into consideration. And, uh, that's mainly it. Please help us. Please help us. (laughs) (laughs) Help us grow. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Talk to us. We want to hear from you. Love it. That's right. Yeah. And off the wall, off the beaten path, mainstream, you name it. Uh, we will look into it and um, and 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 put together some ideas. So whatever topics you want to hear about, let us know, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.